and well, and so jazzed to the max to be recording this episode. Um, I, welcome to 2022. I'm a little late to the party now that it's looking at my watch, February. Um, but that's kind of how I roll. I'm usually a little late to all of the parties. Um, <laughs> but I am really excited to be doing this with you today. That sounded so cheesy and so not genuine, but it really is true. I really am excited. I have had a lot of thoughts of like what I want to share, and I feel like the only time that I feel so like overcome with like, oh, I want to share this, like I'm going to share this. I know this thought is just what is needed to be shared. And it's always at, right now it is 12.43 a.m. <laughs> and it's when I'm sitting down, praying, and writing in my prayer journal. I'm going to talk about that a little later, too. That I just, like, I just feel this love um, that my Heavenly Father has for me. But I feel the love, honestly, like what He has for you. And that sounds so silly. Like, how can I know that? But I do. I genuinely do. And um, this year... I, my desire is to find joy and excitement and happiness, um, and to be a voice of testifying of Christ. Those are my goals. And what better way than to spend some time with you today? And it like, check, 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 like all the check marks are crossed on like, my to-do list of 2022 of goals. Um, but I just wanted to thank you for being here and taking time to listen with me and discuss with me. And honestly, um, if you can think of anyone who might need this today, go ahead and share them the link because sharing is caring. And, um, honestly, I, do this because I want to talk about Jesus, but I also want to make it so that you want to talk about Jesus with people in your life as well. So it's really easy to do that by just sharing the button and or I'm going to talk about a conference talk, share them at conference talk, whatever, and just do whatever the Spirit inclines you to do to testify of Christ today. That is your assignment. Uh, you know the song, I understood the assignment. Yeah, like that's what that is. Um, <laughs> um, to start off, um, I just want to, I might be a little bit all over the place, but there's nothing new about that. Um, so I said at the very beginning that I feel very prompted on what to say, what to talk about. The spirit is so potent, um, for inspiration at night when I'm writing in my prayer journal. So this is something that I would encourage you to genuinely pray about if this is something that you should do. Obviously, um, it's not for everyone, but it is for me. And I have found great peace, great comfort. I have filled, they're not big journals. Like I can, I'll post a picture like on my Instagram, um, either story or feed of what mine look like. They're quite little, but I like them little. Cause like if I travel, like I don't want to haul like something big. I already am like one of those freaks who like travel with their journals. Cause apparently for a dyslexic, I like to write and document everything. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, but mine are little and I keep my missionary tag actually on the cover of it. Um, 
but it's just like a little journal that I every night I write like the date and sometimes I'll I'll write down like questions um, that I have for Heavenly Father that I want to ask him or maybe even like a lesson I learned in Express Gratitude like written down to the Lord. Um, let me just grab mine. Um, so this is what I have written in the back of my personal prayer journal and if you do if you do decide with the Lord that you want to do a prayer journal um once again like this isn't like doctrine obviously like this is just something that I have found that's helped me um come closer to the Savior in the aspect that I remember what he's telling me like I love to remember what he's telling me and I honestly have not a great memory so writing it down is very helpful to me um so like in the back of mine Every time I start a new prayer journal, I write this down and like you could come up with something similar or different, but like something that's like your almost like mission statement of why you do a prayer journal. So mine says some like it says this, it says every time I open up my prayer journal, I am inviting and asking the veil to be lifted and my ears and my mind and my heart and my soul, along with my natural natural man, if it be his will to see and hear and feel what my Heavenly Father intends on enlightening me with at that time and place. I trust my Father and His Son and the Holy Ghost to show me what I need at the time I so need it. And I am open and with opening and using my prayer journal, I am asking all I am physically and spiritually to see and hear and feel the love sent from heaven. So I just like write down um, anything that the Spirit um, impresses upon me, anything that I may, anything that might I might feel or think while I'm praying, I genuinely take um, if it brings me light and if it brings me the Spirit, um, whether it's a phrase or sometimes I hear sentences. Um, whatever like I hear I want to write it down and I've loved that I love writing it down and honestly it's really cool because I've been keeping a prayer journal since 2018 and so it's really cool because I can go back and like it's almost cooler than a regular journal because I can go back and remember what my father was teaching me not just what I experienced that day which is really cool um but so the thing that I really also just am jazzed and I love about my prayer journal is that I write down obviously like my spiritual experiences in it, which is super cool. Um, but it's really tender and it's sweet because obviously with the spiritual experiences come the highs and the lows of life and the highs and lows of each day. And, um, it's such a testimony builder to me, um, and obviously, I think that that's why I feel so passionate about it because it is such a testimony builder. It is bringing like the grace and power of God so like physically written in my life um, that I can go back and see how the Lord lifted me out of darkness, saved me from the storm um, through his own words and through his spirit. I have it written down so that I can't ever deny it also because these are my words. This is how I felt. This is what the spirit said to me. And I love that. Um, I love that the Lord 
also like I am I've learned a lot that the Lord only tells you what you need to know at the time you need to know it um and he like sends certain people like at certain times too to express those words that he needs you to hear um it comes through the spirit obviously but sometimes it comes through general conference talk or your mom or your best friend or a teacher at school or I don't know it could come from anyone um a really cool experience that I want to share with you um that kind of goes into like really what I want to like hit home with today is that um so I have like a hiccup so if you like hear like a gasping for life like that's what my hiccups sound like and I apologize but maybe I just like talked about it and I scared it away so maybe that happened um <laughs> but I so when I came home um when I came home and I was separated from my ex-husband and um I was going through a really really hard time and we decided to get a divorce we're going through the divorce process it's heavy it's hard I am drowning in lots of emotions and um I don't know why this makes me want to cry everything makes me cry it's cool um I remember so clearly so like one of my best friends, she is like one of those super sneaky, like you know that she just lives for Jesus and she's so like dedicated and so like I know that, but like sometimes she just shocks me with how like deep and spiritual and just, she just hits home and I'm like, wow, you and Jesus are best friends because you literally always send me what I need when I need it. Like she's just that person for me. Um, that's probably why I love her so much but I don't even remember like when or what, like it, she just texted me out of the blue, like this most beautiful, I'm going to read it to you. Um, she got it from somewhere else. Like these aren't her words, but, um, I don't know where she got it, but it literally like she sent it. And I remember just being like, heavenly father, I don't understand why this is happening. Like what is going on? Like why, what are you, what, 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 blah, blah, blah. like literally that, those are my thoughts. And as I'm saying that feeling that like I don't even know if I was verbalizing it like it could have just been in my thoughts like she sent me this God sent her to send me this um and it's probably one of my most favorite like this depictions descriptions of the first vision ever because it makes it so real in our lives it makes it so real in your life it makes it so real in my life the fact that normalizing God's individual power, individual desire to grow us in every circumstance that we're placed in. So, um, this is what it is. It says, um, quote, God didn't stop the darkness. He knew Joseph was coming to pray. He knew he would soon be he would soon introduce him to Jesus Christ. He knew that Joseph's heart was heavy, and he knew the great greatest miracle of the latter days was going to begin that very day. God knew the grove was once ordinary, was about to become hallowed and sacred ground. And still, he did not prevent the darkness. He allowed Joseph Smith to endure the thick darkness that gathered around him and made him feel as though he was doomed to sudden destruction. Joseph Smith History 115 Maybe he needed Joseph to learn to overcome the darkness. 
I'm going to repeat that line. Maybe he needed Joseph to learn to overcome the darkness. Maybe he needed him to see the dark forces before he was ready to see the brightest source of truth and light. Maybe our Heavenly Father needed Joseph Smith to know the strength of the adversity that we are up against and that it is a strength that only can be overcome through the power of God. I don't know why the Father of contention was allowed to enter that grove that day, but I do know God did not let him stay. God did not let him stay. When Joseph felt he could bear no more, the father and the son appeared. When the darkness was so thick, young Joseph Smith felt, young Joseph Smith felt he had met his demise. Perfect love, grace, and light saved his soul. There may be times in life when the darkness seems to be so bleak to overcome. We may find that we feel as though we may sink into despair. In those moments, we must remember that before the grove became sacred, it was Joseph's darkest place. In our dark moments, maybe our Heavenly Father is seeking to teach us. Maybe it's a part of the pain. I really don't know. But this I know. Your Heavenly Father knows your darkest place. As you seek Him there, He will turn your darkest places into sacred places. And at that very moment, when I was ready to sink into despair and abandon myself into destruction, not to an ordinary ruin, but to the power of some actual being from an unseen world who had such marvelous power I had never before felt in any being, just at this moment of great alarm, I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head above the brightness of the sun which descended which descended gradually until it came upon me joseph smith history 116 end quote i love this dialogue depiction description of the first vision it literally just is like like it just like hits me that wasn't hitting me did you hear that <laughs> I love it because it just teaches us a totally different way, I think, to look at the first vision in a, such a personal way. It literally brings that pillar of light into our lives because I know that you have felt that darkness because guess what? That's part of mortality. We all will. We'll all feel it. But it's our choice to let God in. When Joseph went to the sacred grove, he wasn't just going about his life, yada, 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 whistling and singing. He was going in to talk to the Father. He was going to pray. He was taking action. He was um, using faith. He was reading in the Bible. So that's action once again. And then going to the sacred grove, kneeling, praying, desiring. All actions, all things that take work, effort, faith, hope, strength, all the above. Then Satan came. Okay, 
totally normal. When we're trying to do good and then we're like, what in the Sam Hill is happening? I am trying to do good. Why is this happening? But guess what? Since Joseph desired to do good, he was blessed. Isn't that so amazing? Because that's teaching us that when we desire to do good, we will be blessed. And I love that. Please take that from this episode today. If you desire to do good and if you are working, and even if you're like, Abby, my work is so stupid. Like, all I can do today is get on my knees and thank my father for the day and just beg him to give me the strength to keep going. That is phenomenal. That is the best kind of work I could think of. The best kind of work ever is getting on your knees and talking to your Heavenly Father and asking Him for strength and asking Him for hope and asking Him for that guidance and asking the Savior to walk with you. I can't think of anything else that's stronger or takes more faith or takes giving your whole heart to the Lord than that. So whatever you're doing, don't let the adversary tell you that it's not enough. Because obviously we're continuously striving to do better and growing, but what you have today and what you feel is all you can give today is perfect. Because the Savior knows exactly what your most is and he gets it and he's going to carry the rest. So I love that. Um, A conference talk that I really think that you should listen to that will just like, once again, like, like hit home is it's from October 2019. Um, It's called The Power to Overcome the Adversity, and it's by Elder Peter M. Johnson of the 70. Um, And then the little, like, blurb, like, the description of it is, how do we find peace and remember who we are and overcome the three Ds of the adversary, which I just love, and I'm just going to give you a little, like, teaser. So what he teaches us is that... um, So this, I'm just going to quote a part of it just to hopefully like entice you enough to go onto LDS Tools or LDS Library. That was the wrong app. LDS Library app and listen to it. So he says, and I quote, you are elect sons and daughters of God. You have the power to overcome the adversity. The adversity, however, is aware of who you are. He knows your divine heritage and seeks to limit your earthly and heavenly potential potential by using the three D's, deception, distraction, discouragement, end quote. Um, this conference talk is probably one of my favorites of all time. I might say that about every conference talk, but this conference talk genuinely, mm, like chef's kiss. So good. Go listen to it. I promise you your day will be better. And you're, first of all, Elder Johnson, his voice is just like, Oh man, it just is like filled with love and passion and joy and excitement and literally anything he says, you're just like, man, you are so jazzed about life and the gospel. I just want to walk all day with you and just listen to everything you have to say about Jesus because you know the Savior so well. Go listen to him. Go listen to this talk. You will not regret it. And I think that it'll help you in your daily life on how to bring the Savior more abundantly into your life because you'll know how to also remove the adversary more from your life. And that's kind of like a trick statement because the way to remove the Savior, the oh my gosh, to remove the adversary more from your life is to increase the amount of the Savior you put in. So go listen to it. 
So good. Um, I just want to, to just like end with this episode. It's a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, but I just want to end with my testimony that the savior knows who you are and he knows where your struggles are at and he knows where your strengths are at and he knows where your weaknesses are at. But most importantly, um, not only does he knows the father knows where you're at, but the savior walks with you. And not only does the savior walk with you, but he walks with you with a heart full of compassion and love because he's literally felt all of your pains, all of your sorrows. And you know what? I truly believe that he's seen and he's helped grown and he's helped nourish and sprout and give light to all of the joy in your life as well. Because the Savior truly is joy and He truly is light. And so it's just this most beautiful compassion that I know He has for us. Because to have truly feel joy, we must feel pain. And so the Savior has felt our pain, so He truly just desires us to have joy. And when we come to Him, and when we come to Him with an open heart and a contrite spirit, and a broken heart and a contrite spirit, and our heart openly and willingly sacrificially offer our heart to the Savior and say, I desire for you to mold my heart and for me to love and for me to find love in the scriptures, in a future spouse, in a current spouse, in our children, in prayer, in temple worship, in church worship and ministering and whatever it is like I desire for you to mold that love and that desire for what you need me to focus on even if it's just today I um love you (laughs) and I know that the savior loves you and I know that today is going to be a great day because I know because you're here listening that you have a desire to grow your relationship with the Savior and you also have a desire to just grow and be a better and happier person. So congratulations. Uh, You're one step closer to both of those things, hopefully. And I didn't even cry that much. So team us. Huzzah. Um, Happy day. Happy evening. Happy morning. Happy walk. Happy bike ride. However, whenever you're listening to this, um, Today is not just going to be good, it is going to be amazing. And that are truly words that I live my life by. Feel free to take that and apply them as well. Today is not just going to be good, it's going to be amazing. Uh, and that's what I have for you. Um, I think you're all that and the bag of chips. And I will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.